feeling on the low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. I feel like my life ain't mine. Who can relate? All right, guys, so what's up? We're doing a 24-hour podcast to raise awareness of suicide. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, you're not alone out there. No matter what people say about you online, no matter how many lies are out there, don't take it to heart. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah, we've got two special-ass guests. We've got, you know him as Logic, but his name is Brace Belden. And Joyner Lucas, also known as Liz. What's up? Let's raise this awareness. Let's do it, boys. No matter no matter how bad things seem to be going in your life, like there's always something to live for. Uh, okay. Like Honestly, let's get some Eps go, let's get some Eps going in the chat here. I want to send. I want to do like a prayer, truth, positive, love chakra bomb at Jeff right now. Yeah. Yo, up, pr- Jeff. Press Ep to pay respect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein is a victim of cyberbullying, <laughs> and that's what's leading him to self harm. That's right. Uh, you joke, but we we need we need to keep him alive. Yeah, no, he has to live. <laughs> we like, really, really do. We got to like, get this out there. We really need to keep him alive. Yeah, yeah, it's clear that, like as I predicted, there's no dead man switch. They've done the necessary cauteriz- cauterizing the connections, so he's the only loose end. And so they're just trying to get rid of him. It's yes. hilarious that in the span of like 24 hours, it's basically been like we're hunting Epstein. He's the He's the devil incarnate. And now we're like, protect him at all costs. (laughs) He's innocent. Save Jeffrey. So from what I gather, Epstein was in like whatever cell block nine of the Manhattan Corrections facility. It's the jail that's right by 100 Center Street. It's just this giant like windowless building that they like. It's not like Rikers, but they like house people there. It's sort of like the tombs who are awaiting trial, but like not on a long term basis. And the wing he's in is for people who are sort of like. High, high, we would call them in the business high value targets. <laughs> <laughs> um, and somehow they found him on the floor with marks on his neck, blue marks on his neck, and kind of like writhing on the floor, right? Yeah. Yeah, fetal That's position. And now he's in the hospital. Well, this checks out because if you follow Jeffrey Epstein's private account, Small Jeff. <laughs> You know that he was like <laughs> posting some very dark things that day. He was feeling very low. All right, I, I need to. We're 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 gonna, we're gonna get into all the the genuinely insane breaking news about this. But yeah. I just by way of introducing uh, this show and our guests, it's Chapo. It's uh, me, Matt, and Felix sitting in on deck. And I just like to say, if you are a listener of this show, you may have noticed over the past you know month, a couple <laughs> of months or weeks that. Us, you know, are your your hosts of our show here, are beginning to develop a condition known as Epstein brain. Oh yeah, I got it bad. Yeah, um, oh, Matt, yeah. Matt has full blown Epstein brain, and I'm like rapidly sliding it into the abyss here. And what is Epstein brain? Well, Epstein brain is sort of. I call like, it Epstein Bar virus. Actually, <laughs> you know what's so <laughs> fucked up? One of the I was like. Uh, I, I was up to like, you know, five on like Les Wexner's Wikipedia. And I was like, it's honestly yes. mentally healthier for me to watch Twitch streams. Than this. <laughs> but, uh, I was like, wait a minute. William Barr's dad hired Epstein at the Epstein bar. They're fucking telling yes. us it's right yes. in front of us. Dude, it's right in front of us. <laughs> there are so many things that are in front of our eyes that only now we're beginning to notice. But I would just like to say Epstein brain is a condition similar to, for instance, what like maybe your boomer liberal palates have developed with regards to the uh, Mueller uh, Russiagate investigation. However, 
with the minor, minor difference that the Epstein brain and conspiracy uh, is a hundred percent true and right. not made up bullshit like that other stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, is extremely, extremely whips ass. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely one hundred percent all true. Uh, like the, the Robert Mueller shit is not only mostly bullshit; it's also incredibly boring. So boring. The, so I the don't the even know who stuff. he is. <laughs> this fucking senile. The only old stuff fart. about Russiagate that's true is the stuff that involves Epstein. Yeah. 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 This senile old fuck going like, well, if you'll see here in, uh, two th- in Feb- February of 2016, the this f- Facebook post from Blacks for Trump. Uh, yes. Boring. Get the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of here oh, with wait. this. Are you telling me you're not gripped by the revelation in page 7030 of the <laughs> Mueller report that proves that Gilroy absolutely knew that Montague lied about the meeting <laughs> in Terre Haute? <laughs> Oh, God. All these fucking We're actually going to do a live performance reading of the Epstein indictment. Yes. <laughs> any, 24 any, hours. Any conspiracy that, in, that involves Don Trump Jr. being in a yes. room during a crucial moment <laughs> is not real. That man it's has never real. been allowed anywhere near any important decisions or secret meetings. So as, 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 we, <laughs> as we slide further into Epstein-related dementia, I thought it would be a good time now to bring on two guests that have uh, started their own podcast dedicated entirely. It's like basically if True Detective season one ran for like 30 episodes instead of just stopping before they got to the truth. Yeah. It would be the truth. Yes. It would be it would be the true anon podcast hosted by our good friends, Brace and Liz. Brace and Liz. Brace, welcome back to the show. Liz, welcome. Thank you. Our, our, my wig has been fucking snatched by Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So Jeff, so a, a crooked cop tried to murder him last night in his cell. I can't pronounce it. or something like this. He's a Tartaglione. Tartaglione. Who looks, he looks, he's like the guy from Doom. He's fucked. He's the the Doom Marine, but Italian. So uh, let's just just get into this. This this is uh, is NBC News. It says, uh, just a news account of what went down the other night. Accused pedophile and wealthy Manhattan financier Jeffrey Epstein was found injured and in a fetal position inside his cell at a New York City jail, according to sources close to the investigation. Epstein, who is being held in Metropolitan Correctional Center as he awaits his trial for conspiracy and sex trafficking, was found semi-conscious with marks on his neck, two sources told News 4. Investigators are trying to piece together exactly what happened, saying details remain murky. Two sources tell News 4 that Epstein may have tried to hang himself, while a third source cautioned that the injuries were not serious and questioned if Epstein might be using it as a way to get a transfer. A fourth source said that an assault had not been ruled out and that another inmate was questioned. The inmate who investigators have talked to in Lower Manhattan facility has been identified as Nicholas Tartaglione, according to two sources. Tartaglione is a former police officer in Westchester County who was arrested in December 2016 and accused of killing four men (laughs) in an alleged cocaine distribution conspiracy, then burying their bodies in his yard in (laughs) Otisville, Orange County, according to court records. Uh, I just want to add a uh, Mueller Report-style footnote here. The place he killed these four men at was called the Liquid Lounge. That is L-I-C-K. Q I E D, 
QID. Gosh, that it's probably be... the Likud Lounge, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was actually doing some very smart admiralty law. If you kill somebody in a place that's spelled incorrectly, <laughs> the murder is invalid. The murder conviction is invalid. So free this man, you know. So I feel like before we can even get into, okay, like so, there's a strong chance that uh, they, you know, who they are, I don't know. The fact that they bungled this hit makes me think it, it, it was the Clintons involved in this. Yeah, Robbie, Mo- Robbie, <laughs> Mo- Robbie Mook tried to set up this yeah. hit. Yeah. I just imagine Hillary sneaking up behind him and she's garroting him, but then she has a Kuru attack halfway through and yeah. starts coughing and falls down. It's but, those damn vapors again. It's like the college episode of The Sopranos. The thing about us wise guys is the hustle never ends. <laughs> you, 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 you drop the files on my husband back there. Your life is just chilling in hell. <laughs> Let's just say his Adam's apple was Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's just like, so I hope but, but, but Brace, like, like, it's the nature of this case that like you cannot discover one seemingly incredibly bizarre new detail about this without finding out 10 other even more bizarre things. And I feel like I, before we can even get into Epstein, we have to talk about uh, Tartiglione a fucking crook- a crooked Orange County police officer who fucking murdered four cartel guys and is represented by a top mob lawyer. And yep. check this out. Italian last name, dude. How- he looks like the Black Lodge version of Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> we just made fun of that QAnon asshole for killing the Gambino guy because we said, what's the mob got to do with all this shit? And now here we he got a fucking mob connected dude trying to clip Epstein. Two days I, later, I like, I like, I like how he got the wrong guy. I like how fucking after like 2016, there were like some like you know more left liberals who were like, "Yeah, apologies to the Bernie voters. You're right. I'm joining DSA." Now we have to do the same thing with QAnon. Yes. Well, <laughs> we, we, wanna, it, it'll wanna, be the new I rose wanna, emoji. I want to. I want to. I want to sort of earmark that because no QAnon. We can get into this after Tartaglioni. QAnon is itself a psyop from, let's just call them the cabal, <laughs> to discredit what is actually happening, which is literally the same thing as QAnon, except Donald Trump's not fighting them. I mean, the, like one of the chief guys who started the whole Pizzagate thing is Jack Prilosek. He was literally a naval <laughs> intelligence officer. <laughs> I not like only that. Is melting. Oh, my God. Not only, not only that. He is like the protege of one Roger Stone. Yeah. Along with Mr. Pizzagate, Mike Cernovich. These people pushed, uh, Posobiec really pushed Pizzagate and QAnon. Cernovich mostly stuck to Pizzagate, but they pushed them hard and they added all this sort of noise. I mean, also Posobiec was behind the Seth Witch stuff, which added just like noise to all of this and made sort of the idea of the uh, Clintons murdering the Clinton crime family kind of discredited. Oh, uh, Bra- uh, Brace, uh, remind me um, what famous uh, law professor was featured in one of Mike Cernovich's documentaries about censorship on campus. Are you talking about the movie Silence featuring Alan Dershowitz? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, Clark Martin Scorsese personal- directed Silence, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's, he's so uh, he's Cernovich, <laughs> Cernovich also did this weird thing where he was trying to unseal the records of uh, one of the main victims that was suing Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. Uh, Dershowitz yes. tried to unseal them. He, like, got kind of rebuffed, I believe. Then Cernovich just did the exact same lawsuit. And these were the, – the victims' lawyers were literally like, Mike Cernovich is a piece of shit. Like, do not unseal these records for him. He's working for Dershowitz to try to discredit the victim. Um, 
and then Cernovich, when the records do get unsealed, like all of them by, or something happens with the, the Miami, uh, you know, paper and Cernovich is like taking credit for it, but he, it's fucking white noise, man. My man is behind, he's working with Dershowitz. Dershowitz probably allegedly by me hired Roger Stone, <laughs> hired Roger Stone to clear his ass. And they're, they're working on this big multi-level campaign. Uh, I think Roger Stone, I think that Roger Stone has been involved like from the beginning like super deep involved i have I, my brain is much farther gone in epstein brain than braces somehow which is saying a lot so i'm on the tip that i'm like maybe part of pizzagate is uh maybe they're onto something here well, well before we get into all these sort of like double blinds and controlled oppositions and false flag conspiracies there's just two other incredible details about nicholas tartaglione a, the person of interest who may have tried to suicide Jeffrey Epstein in the middle of like hot, you know, like solitary shoe, like high shoe housing yeah. unit. Um, so it says here when you when you Google his name, you get a story um, about this illicit phone found in cell of ex cop charged in quadruple homicide. Uh, Nicholas Tartaglione, 51, a former Briarcliff Manor police officer who lived on Old Mountain. He lived, he lived on the Old Town Road near Otisville. <laughs> oh, dude, he's hopping on that remix. <laughs> little, little Nas X. Yo, we got Jeffrey Epstein on the new remix. <laughs> he faces 17 counts, including four counts of murder and furtherance of a narcotics conspiracy. Federal prosecutors are seeking the death penalty. Okay. Yes, yes. This guy's facing the death penalty. So check this out. According to a letter prosecutors filed on Monday, correction staff at the New York Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan saw Tartiglione holding a mini cellular phone in his hand on July 3rd while in his cell. Okay, why is the date July 3rd important? July 3rd happens to be the same day as when a panel of judges with the Second Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that some 2,000 pages of the Epstein case files had to be unsealed. And now a, a guy who does hits for the mob, who's a former cop facing the death penalty in the same holding center as Jeffrey Epstein, ends up with a contraband cell phone on the same day, or was caught with it at least the same day that that happened. Second, yes, I mean, so, may, maybe not as like uh, dramatic to the conspiracy angle to this, but Tartiglione was also involved in the assault of a man named Clay Tiffany, who is known as a longtime ossining gadfly who hosted, <laughs> who hosted a public access show where he railed against the Briarcliff police force called I Shit You Not Dirge for the Charlatans, who won a one point one. He won a one point one million dollar settlement episode. from. Yes. From the from Briarcliff Village, after claiming that former officer Nicholas Tartaglione assaulted him. See, that's how are you not supposed to go insane? Because if I what lived the, in that town, what does God want me to do with this information? If I if I lived in that town and there's a cranky weirdo who looks like Steve Brule on my TV on public access on his show, the, the dirge of the of the what's. Of dirge the, of the charlatans. Dirge of the charlatans talking about <laughs> the, the corrupt cops who keep uh, harassing him and and uh, beating him up, uh, you know, just for wearing his sandwich boards out in the public. I would just write him off as a crank, and then once he died, I would say, "Well, he's an old man; he probably died natural causes." Then, oh no, the cop that he named personally as someone who was uh, and abusing a his position from killed four people and buried them in his yard, and then ended up. In the cell with Epstein, maybe fucking trying to kill him. So, check so this they, out. They, they, they successfully located America's dumbest crooked cop. <laughs> 
He didn't even yeah. leave his house to bury the bodies. <laughs> He's so fucking lazy. Like the Chicago, there was a special forces unit of the Chicago Police Department that was like they were doing the shield shit. Yeah. Like they would raid drug dealers and then like secretly sell them, and it took them years to catch them. And in upstate New York, I guess just no one gives a shit. <laughs> just no work ethic. He got caught by his neighbor who just saw him burying the body. <laughs> there was a foot sticking out of the ground. This lazy fucking moron. He's like, he Fuck. left a hand sticking out as like a Halloween decoration. He was like, Whoa, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing a fucking uh, spooky solstice event. <laughs> it's for the kids. He's like it's fucking solstice. He's like, fucking, my girlfriend loves solstice shit. It's fucking. <laughs> he's like fucking Peter Stormare in Fargo. <laughs> but uh, check this out. It's just, uh, just a little bit more about uh, about Clay Tiffany. It said here, Tiffany used his public access show to rail against the village of Briarcliff Manor and was a regular fixture at village board and board of education meetings. He may have been dead for up to two weeks when police found him at his Austining home on March 26th after someone asked for a welfare check. He died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, I'm sure he did. I mean, Italian excellence is like just killing rude Yelp reviewers. That's the equivalent here. This is it's the exact same thing. It's just, I mean, you can say that's silly, but at this point, I don't know what to do with the fact that I was there in front of the the Manhattan uh, U.S. courthouse on last week when during the arraignment or during the bail hearing, they say no no bail for Epstein, and my just thought is, well, what now? If the, I mean, there's two ways this plays out. If there's nothing behind this. Then, you know, you have a regular old uh, uh, legal procedure and, you know, everything gets out. We see and maybe some rich people get in trouble. Maybe some documents come out. Maybe some uh, incriminating video is released. But it would all take a natural course. If this isn't the case, then there's no way this can go to to trial by the nature of who is implicated by it, which means something has to happen to Epstein. Like, it's just a, a mathematical fact. Something has to happen to him. And then less than a fucking week later, the motherfucker is on the ground in, in a fucking suicide attempt. What are you supposed well, to do with boys, this? So the thing is, even if it does go to trial, the, the, the fucking lawyer is boys. That's like, true, which is all, that's been reflecting with me is that he, if there's anybody who's like wired into this shit, it would be him. Here's the thing. I am friends with literally no one in inside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Likely story, dude. I mean, you know, I had, I, I had an internship like anyone else, but, <laughs> but I've like, sort of fallen out of it, contact with those friends. How is it that all of these people have like the closest contact you can get with Mossad, which means the CIA, like boys hired the fucking Mossad or like a cutout company or whatever to fuck with like the people writing stories about uh, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, well, it, it was bla- through Black Cube. Black which Cube. Was, isn't, am I getting this right that Ehud Barak? Is involved with no, Black no. Cube. Epstein, Epstein, and a- Barack are both to, uh, like in a partnership in a, a, yeah. a in a intelligence business. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, not it's Black Cube. All, it's a different one. When all this was breaking, freaking Netanyahu's fail son was like on Twitter, being like, "You got to look into Ehud Barak." It's like, what the hell is going on? I well, okay, hear me out. What if boys? He's like, let's go leave True Detective season one, True Detective season two. Boys is Colin Farrell. <laughs> like this is his redemption, and he's got like so a, he's a divorced. Big, yeah, yeah, he's got like a big son who he's trying to like you know leave a good example for. Everyone thinks he's crooked, and he's like, this is the last thing. You know, he's going into the forest. All right. Well, so uh, the big son I assume is Weinstein. <laughs> yes, yes, it's Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> he keeps getting beaten up at school. Watching it's like, yeah, friends maybe, together. 
because boys did <laughs> boys did used to, used to get a lot of good prizes. like you know the 90s people loved reading news stories about lawyers for some reason what a terrible um, time exactly oh god but now like we just have to read about lawyers again except now they're bad i just don't give a fuck but um yeah boys is like kind of in the gutter now and i think he is trying to redeem reputation but i also like am 30 percent pretty I, I will actually i'll go up to 50 percent pretty sure that he just controlled opposition in this he is the sort of fail safe of all the epstein uh you know the, the clinton crime family bungles something once again uh boys <laughs> is there to fuck up the case totally get epstein whatever life in prison but make sure none of the shit really gets out. Well, another- yeah, that's kind of what I think too. Because like, what's weird is that so some of the other kind of like tangential figures in this like very vast worldwide conspiracy, um, Adnan Khashoggi and Robert Maxwell, both die. Who were both like obviously CIA assets. Both died like basically penniless and like, disgraced, total ruin, disgraced. Both very strange deaths. And I kind of feel like that's what's happening with our friend Jeffrey. Like he's just get it. He's the fall guy to yeah, kind of like, so like move it along, but keep, but keep everything in place. Like his, his, the Alfred to his Batman, um, Gisla, Gislaine Maxwell. I cannot pronounce it. Gislaine, Gislaine. It's, it's, Gislam, but it sounds again. better to say Gislaine. I mean, that is great F- OPSEC by Robert Maxwell giving his daughter that fucking made up ass name that I can't it's say. A totally <laughs> unpronounceable name. Yeah. Um, who, by he, the way, by the way, like, she was at Chelsea Clinton's wedding as well. Oh, absolutely, dude! She's like fucking, at every event ever. <laughs> she, she, check this fucking factoid out. Robert Maxwell was thrown off a boat called the Lady Gislaine. The boat <laughs> that fucking Epstein uses, the yacht that he uses, is also called Lady Gislaine. And well, th- maybe he's thrifty. Tra- and wasn't uh, wasn't that Lady Gislaine the one that Maxwell yes. quote unquote fell off of? Didn't Trump buy that one? Yes, from fucking Adnan Khashoggi. <laughs> Do these people know? Maybe the problem is just like these people don't have enough friends. It's yeah, just like the same four people. <laughs> Honestly, like this is how abusive relationships when like your circle just gets super, super like insular and everybody kind of starts fighting with each other and they don't know who to turn outside for help. Yeah, Maybe well, if I, they had all just started a podcast, the sex ring wouldn't have happened. Exactly. Or, like, Donald Trump should have cut these toxic people out of his life. <laughs> I mean, he did, and, like, he honestly, like, he did cut these out, and, like, look what happened to him, dude. Like, he achieved, like, honestly, like, amazing things. Yeah, great shit, man. That was dope. <laughs> I yeah. want to get back to Ghislaine Maxwell and, and her father, Robert Maxwell, and his mysterious death as well. But uh, before there, we go back to boys for a second. Another interesting, uh, you know, plot line in this conspiracy is the rivalry between David Boys and Alan Dershowitz, which uh, contributed to one of my absolute favorite TV clips of recent vintage, which was Dershowitz going on Fox <laughs> News to claim that I have quote a perfect quote perfect normal sex life. I have never <laughs> gone past the tip in thirty years. So he said here. He said on Fox News, look. I've had sex with one woman since the day I met Jeffrey Epstein. I challenge David Boyes to say under oath that he has only had sex with one woman during that period of time. He goes, uh, he couldn't do it. So he has an enormous amount of chutzpah to challenge me and to challenge my perfect, perfect sex life (laughs) during the relevant period of time. Here's the thing. He does the whole Clinton thing where he says he's only had sex with one woman during that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, my What's God. Ah, <laughs> that's why he makes the big bucks. That's why he's the best. <laughs> he's, the, he's fucking winking at us with that. 
Um, Robert, like, yeah, it's, it's, it, the, the, the Dershowitz thing is insane. I have a feeling they're willing to cut Dershowitz loose too. I think he's fucked. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, he, I think, he's old. He's, he's probably not as sharp as he used to be. He's what, like 81? I just don't think he's, yeah. I, I just think he's of no use to these people and he's completely like out for himself to salvage his own reputation and freedom at this point. Yeah. But I like, think, the, I think uh, he's been like, he, he can only publish articles in Newsmax and go on Laura Ingram's show. Yes. Like, like he's been cut, he's been cut off from like the, his real sponsor. Yeah. He wants to, like, he, like, he's desperate. He wants to be in the New York Times again writing like another article about like why Cinnabon's anti-Semitic because an Arab works there or something, but <laughs> he's not going to get it, but he'll do anything. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like all those articles about him getting kicked off this vineyard or whatever. And like, let's be clear. Martha's vineyard is like fucking wicker man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's one of the most satanic places on earth. It, it is seriously, it is a nexus of dark energy and spirits. And they kicked, they cast Dershowitz out. And that was the fact that the New York Times, which obviously is controlled by the deep state as well, published that and like hammered that point home. That is like a flare that only people with eyes that like are attuned to the, to the, to the kinds of light that only pedophiles can see. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess like this is, I mean, like there's so many threads here, but like they all essentially lead through the same basic question that 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 I have about this and and what remains what is becoming so fascinating about this whole Epstein conspiracy which is basically this is Jeffrey Epstein and every like everything surrounding this case is it was he an asset of one or several intelligence agencies because it's very hard for me to like given what we know about the fact that he more or less openly operated as a pimp and blackmailer uh, in the procurement of underage women for the rich and powerful, more or less openly for decades. And that not only that, uh, he he uh, also uh, more or less operated a completely fraudulent hedge fund, which again, everybody knew was not actually a hedge fund. And he just, for some reason, had billions of dollars just given to him by incredibly wealthy people with no discernible evidence that he was like doing anything with their money. And not just given billions of dollars, people like Les Wexner gave him power of attorney. That's unheard of. That's fucking insane. And his entire pedigree to that point had been unqualified math teacher at the Dalton school, uh, unqualified quant at Bear Stearns, a guy who'd been caught up in a fucking Ponzi scheme. That was what he was coming off of when Les, Les Wexler just gave him a mansion, power of attorney, and like half a billion dollars to start a hedge fund. Well, before that year, Jeffrey Epstein said, new year, new me. And he was <laughs> yeah. right. He was like, you know, this is my year. But I was saying, it like, was. What other explanation could possibly account for this? And like, if so, if we take that like as granted, like, what does this begin? Like, what, what does the shape of this story begin to look like? Well, I think Let- it's like very clear that he is. Like when... Um, when Acosta was negotiating the federal immunity deal, the like in the early charges that he faced in Florida, where he got like federal immunity from just potential charges, which is like totally unheard of. Uh, he's on record. Acosta's on record saying that he was told he belonged to agencies and it was above his pay grade. Yeah, he told that to the Trump transition team. Yes. Basically, Epstein is a pedophile indigo child. Like, he's, <laughs> he is insane. Like, I just want to—I just want to put some things in perspective here. The man who hired him at the Dalton School, which I myself am a graduate from, 
Uh, <laughs> you and Matt Iglesias? <laughs> yes. Is Iglesias really a yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bra- Brace- He's oh. involved. He's got to be involved. <laughs> oh, Bra- Brace and Iglesias would like just spit ciphers in the Dalton parking lot. <laughs> Give anything to go back to those days. Felix, there's no dude. parking lot. Come on, dude. It's Manhattan. So the guy oh, yeah. Hired him. Okay, fine. Donald Barr was an agent of the OSS in World War II. The OSS as the uh, virgin, virginal Chapo World War II nerd listeners will realize is the precursor of the CIA, the Operation Office of Strategic Services. So he got hired just out of nowhere by an OSS man. He gets hired by Greenberg, this guy, uh, Alan Greenberg at, um, at Bear Stearns. Alan Greenberg... I just want to make note here, was really good friends with Roy Cohn. Who also very well might have had a fucking uh, uh, blackmail ring among yes. wealthy people in, uh, in New York. Also, uh, And was also McCarthy's lawyer also, way yes. back in the day. Alan, Alan Greenberg. And was a Bob lawyer. Alan Greenberg was also the chairman of AIG and was forced out before AIG completely collapsed. He was a gigantic player in the insurance industry. Ray Cohn like, is also Donald Trump's mentor. In the also 80s. true, yes. There are so many like intelligence agents in this story that it's literally impossible that Epstein himself. He said he fucking used to fly around in the eighties, or excuse me, in the eighties and the nineties, looking for recovering people's stolen money <laughs> for the government. And he like worked for like African, like in Africa, um, I don't, doing who knows the fuck what. Like probably giving Edie a man of six million dollars or something. Well, that's like, the thing. It's like whatever. What, what money were we rec- recovering from African dictators in the eighties? We were giving them that money on purpose. Right. They were our clients. We were recovering the, the money from giving them the weapons. And he's like nobody's yes. like nobody's auditing Jonas Savimbi's books. Exactly. The thing is, is like it is. He's also like there is a picture that just came out of Epstein and Clinton, sort of like looking very relaxed sort of leaning towards each other across look, the table. It looks like they're about to record a podcast. Well, <laughs> someone, exactly. Someone else posted a picture of the inside of the Lolita Express, and it is, it is the, same, it's the same place. Yeah, no, it's the point. It is almost certain that that picture was taken, or people are pretty certain that that picture was taken, like when they were visiting the fucking Sultan of Brunei, who is like the, probably the most noble of the CIA agents out there. But like it is. Like, <laughs> Here, here's another, again, unfucking believable just digression to this story. Donald Barr, William Barr, the Attorney General's father, who gave Jeffrey Epstein his first teaching job, unqualified at Dalton. for. He was not a yeah, college graduate. He had a high school education at that point. You gave him a job teaching math at a prestigious New York City private school. In addition to being an OSS agent, Donald Barr's uh, Donald Barr was a uh, like wannabe science fiction writer who wrote, yes. he wrote a book. The plot of which was that the main character is kidnapped by a race of ultra rich decadent aliens as a sex slave to take part in their weird rituals. And in the jacket copy for the book, it says that the alien race that owns the sex slaves do it because they were quote so bored with their wealth and power <laughs> that they needed new heights of decadence to entertain their otherworld lusts with okay there's an innocent explanation for all this all these people are introverts and can't leave their circle it takes a lot of energy for them it takes a lot of spoons yeah honestly I, I i get why he had to write that as like they were let's say cosmopolitan aliens 
<laughs> but the thing about Epstein is that he's never he was not qualified for any of the jobs he ever had and the the gloss on it was well he's a math genius but there's no record of him ever showing any genius or yes. aptitude to anything in no. his entire life which just if he was like doing cover for the thing he would want to do just to be more convincing he would show you'd have like an algorithm or something the only thing he showed any aptitude for was being a pedophile which means that, yes, he's yes. like an indigo child. He's like the world's greatest pedophile. Well, and they literally, like, they, <laughs> it's like it's like when they find the new Dalai Lama, you know, they put, like, the, the implements in front of him and, like, they see which one they pick out, you know? It's like, he picked out a fucking flight log or something, and then, like, he's the one. And they just raised him up through the ranks to be their procurer because somebody in that job has to be at a lower rank. You have to, you have to be beholden to you or else he has an Do independent you- power uh, source. Well, he's do the only s- person in the world who doesn't have imposter syndrome. <laughs> do you ever do you ever like search for a subject in like the, the podcast thing and you like you see all these podcasts with like, you know, 20 listeners or whatever and it's like two guys talking into their phones basically unedited. Think of how many versions like and they live in New York. Think of how many versions of Epstein there are that didn't make it who just like live in Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> They've got an ankle monitor on. They're not allowed within 500 feet of a school. They've yeah, not been able like to hold a job. Town Reddit. Yeah. Like, they, they, they're just like, they're, you know, yeah. this could be, they'll probably have me on someday. You know, it's like, it's, it's they're still together. holding out to get noticed by the CIA. They have, exactly. a, they, they, yeah, I could be a great asset. I promise. They have, they have like, they have like a car and they're like, yeah, next year's the year I'm getting a plane. Like, I promise. I already like found the perfect one. <laughs> Brace. <The Lolita> <laughs> Uh, Brace and Liz, uh, let me ask you this. Like, uh, uh, given that that's like what we, you know, are intuiting from the broad outline to this case and the just, again, manifold and insane connections to like everyone and everything that come up in it. Like, how do you guys like imagine or conceive of Epstein's role to one or several intelligence agencies? Okay, so how do I conceive of the connection to one or two, several intelligence agencies? But like, like, what did he do? Like for them, other than the obvious, like how did how did this scheme work? Like, like, what, like, how what did he do for them? So going back to the whole history of American intelligence, not even talk about intelligence agencies from other countries, they have been closely linked to the mob and just to crime in general, right? So it could be that Epstein tar- tar- started totally on his own. And just like, you know, you worked as basically a pimp for these people and kind of like a money manager, you know, they're, they're kind of guy they went to. Les Wexner is the only proven guy, but then there's Leon Black and stuff. And my theory, and the theory actually I just stole from somewhere that I read, but it makes sense to me, is that he would have these parties. These people would be videotaped. They would be presented with the videotape or be, you know, sort of implied that it existed and told the age of the girl or whatever. And then they would be asked to uh, put money into this hedge fund. Because from what I understand, he had like no staff on the hedge fund. It was just him like putting it into like a computer program or whatever. Um, the CIA, obviously they knew about this, man. Like, come on. But I'm guessing that they probably kind of use that as maybe a slush fund for off the book stuff. Kind of like similar to Benko Ambrosiano during Operation Gladio. Um, it's interesting too, that like, you know, he, he really consorted with a lot of politicians as well. You know, like they say that there's a well-known prime minister that's going to be named in these documents. People think, like Matt, who did you think it was? I think that's Barack, right? No, dude, that's Tony Blair. It's gotta be Tony Blair. 
It's Tony Blair. Okay, I haven't seen him being allegedly. mentioned, but I wouldn't be surprised, certainly. It's allegedly going to be Tony Blair having sex with a child on videotape. I mean, it reminds me it reminds me so much of what you hear about Scientology, that it's just like cultivating like troves and troves and troves of blo- like possible blackmail just to keep really powerful people in check for like a rainy day. But but wait, like wait a second, like wouldn't this all not work? Isn't like the effectiveness of of this strategy of blackmail? Doesn't it also rely on the fact that like a ton of rich and powerful people, uh, like for lack of a better word, like fucking children? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, if it's like I bet that some drunk sixty five year old lawyer who's got a billion dollars could probably be seduced by a sixteen year old without like internally telling himself that he's a pedophile. I have a like, different. I don't. I honestly don't really buy the blackmail thing. Uh, okay, what's your what do you got? I think that he provides a service. I think that oh, he is yeah. he is a he is a uh, a trusted source for stuff these guys like to do because some of them are pervs uh, who genuinely have these attractions. Otherwise, I think that there is a ritualistic element to this abuse that's not necessarily involves like real Moloch worship or anything, but that involves at the highest levels a communal uh, violations of taboos yes. and hyper exploitation of, of vulnerable people to express and solidify bonds, basically yes. just high level depraved uh, networking. Yeah. And, and then you need to be able to do that in a comfortable, safe environment where maybe there's a CIA agent at the door. So who's going to make sure that like some fucking Chinese guy isn't there with a fucking USB uh, that can just get all this stuff. So that president G can just fucking wreck everybody's shit you know, tomorrow afternoon, if he finds out about it. And so they're paying for the discretion. The blackmail stuff, I think, is more related to why he always involves these political figures and uh, and like the, the high level, like all the arts people and, and the scientists. It's to keep a buffer of powerful people who are vulnerable if he gets in trouble. And that means that, that he, he also protects everybody else involved in the network. Uh, and that he, yes, because I the thing is, if it's, if it's blackmail, they're not going to keep going to him, right? People well, are gonna be like, thing, don't, don't go, don't go to fucking Epstein's man. Island. He'll blackmail you. It's go to Epstein's it, Island. You got to pay for it, but it's worth it. Or you got to go to Epstein's Island because we're all doing this, and we don't trust you unless you do it too. You're not gonna be in I, on it. Is, unless I don't you do think it those too. two those two theories are mutually exclusive. I I think that you know traditionally in this line of business, pimps and whatnot, the blackmail and the presiding at service. Go hand. I know I call him a pimp in a cool sense, just a pejorative. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's. I think that these these things go hand in hand. You you provide the service when necessary, and then maybe sometimes when you're given a nudge by a certain handler, you might do some blackmail. I mean, obviously, it is all blackmail to begin with, like at its core, because he has the fucking video. If this was just providing a service, you would not be opening up a safe with young name. Plus, allegedly Tony well, Blair. Yeah, but the, see, that's just, it's yeah, that's the that's the dead man switch. That's the protection. It's not necessarily yeah. something that they're using to extract these money from these rich guys. Oh, no, not at all. I, I don't think so either, but I think that provides like, I, I, yeah, let me. But that's why I mean comparing it to Scientology, I think, is instructive because supposedly the same thing that Scientology does in order to like keep you in the ranks and kind of keep you closed in in their like, you know, whole pyramid scheme is that you have to go through all these levels and you like hook yourself up to these things and you tell them your deepest, darkest secrets. And then they're like, "Haha, we got it on. you. Now you can't say shit about what we do. And it kind of like protects the, the group. It's like herd immunity, but for perverts. Okay. So you, Matt brought up the, the idea 
that there is like a, a ritual element to all of yes. this through, through which the like you know the the bonds of people at the heights of power are consecrated and their relationships are sort of sanctified in a sick and like kind of satanic way amongst each other absolutely through yeah like the you know ritual and actual brutal exploitation and cruelty towards the most vulnerable aka the young you know children yes so this gets into what the fuck is going on with that temple on his island? So, <laughs> if you look at a t- if you look at the temple from a bird's eye view, if you look down at the temple and you see those strange sort of like designs in the front, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Kind of on like the 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 I don't know what you would call it, just the area in front of the temple. If you trace, if you there's a path leading down from the end of it, from the left end of it. If you're looking down facing the the barred door. And if you turn that path into like a straight black line, it spells pedo. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously what's going on there, there's, there's been sort of uh, these drone footage and you, you're able to see inside. There is what appears to be a, a twin bed in there with like a balled up t-shirt as a mattress and a ladder. Um, Just like opinion, a Brooklyn apartment. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I believe that there is a fucking elevator that goes down to like a subterranean sex torture chamber. I can't prove that yet, but the bed itself is worrisome because all the story. I mean, it's not worrisome. I mean, I, it's obviously it's pointing us in the right direction. But all the things that people posited about it—that it was a music room, that it was a storage shed—which is a really bizarre thing to say. No, it's a bed, and the door bars from the outside. I don't know, Brace. So, I, I, I keep all of my old bicycles and clothes inside the black obelisk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, true. It's, and they have the fucking sundial, dude. The sundial. No, I'm sorry. No non-Wiccan human has a fucking sundial on their island. And the thing is, it's underreported. He also has an island called Big, or like, I think Big St. James Island, Big Saint right James, next yeah. to Little St. James. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been no reporting on that that I can find. Uh, Brace, it's basically like uh, Ilsa Nublar and Ilsa Sorna in the Jurassic <laughs> Park world. <laughs> I bet he does have like DNA mutant experiments on that island of some kind. Absolutely. What if, He's what trying if the... to make a younger woman. That's where he plays the most <laughs> dangerous game. Yes. What, what if, I mean, the ultimate endgame it's not that he has a dead man switch of blackmail he has a dead man switch of t-rexes that will be released in major american cities well that wouldn't that wouldn't be a problem with me i could easily outsmart it and then sort of take it down with a trap probably involving like construction vehicles something like that a crane perhaps well as an Um, empath i would be able to speak to the t-rex so checkmate mr epstein (laughs) um Here's the thing, though, like, the, the obviously, like, there's all this talk about the island. What are we going to do about the island? Is anyone, is anyone on the island? I don't, it doesn't appear that anyone's on there right now. Although I'm sure there are some, like, fucking Morlocks down there guarding whatever secrets. But the obvious solution is that somebody goes to an island, to, to the island. Somebody has to go. We'll do a fucking, like, a D-Day landing and just occupy that fucking island. Exactly. Occupy Epstein. Well, there's a pretty good DSA chapter on that island. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's why DSA. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I wonder if this episode is going to get us in trouble. Oh, thank God, uh, dude. They haven't they haven't let us upload ours to iTunes yet. It's just on SoundCloud. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Uh, here's another. And, and Brace, you told me about the, like this is like again like 
if if your if your brain isn't melted by the end of this episode, we haven't done our job. You like okay. Dynecorp. Dynacorp. Dyna Oh sorry, Dynacorp. Dynacorp. Yeah. Dynacorp. Dynocorp. It's Dynocorp. They, they, Again, it's Dino. They make the T-Rexes. So Dynacorp is basically like a catch-all CIA contractor company. They do like trains for people, they do transportation. They just do all the shit that the CIA it's the CIA, right? It's like a national it's a security contractor. They call themselves a global service provider. Um, but they do a lot <laughs> oh, God, of flight stuff. They are very famous for, um, well, for doing a lot of fucked up stuff, but most famously for a child sex slavery ring in Bosnia in the 90s, and then later another child sex slavery ring in Afghanistan uh, much more recently. Of course, Epstein is linked in like a million ways, and then there's like Leon Black that's linked to him, that's linked to fucking um, Blackwater. Blackwater. Yeah. It's, yeah, which is like directly linked to them, own fucking Blackwater, basically. Through Apollo management, right? Uh, I can't remember what it's called. They all have all these fucking names. I got it written down somewhere. But Epstein's plane shared a fucking tail number with a DynCorp plane. And Epstein borrowed a DynCorp plane to go to his fucking sex ranch in 2002. Literally, like, he is, like, inseparable from them. because, And it's that's really, I think, an important link is the link to Blackwater and the blink, uh, excuse me, the link to DynCorp. Because a lot of it, like, in the 90s, there was a huge epidemic of sex slavery coming out of the former Yugoslavia um, because they, you know, they would take these sort of desperate and white women and they would ship them to New York where people like Epstein would either sign them up to Victoria's Secret models or keep them in sexual bondage for years. It's a pretty important link and we'll be going on to – we're actually going to have a guest um, from, from the Balkans to, uh, to describe this to us in an episode. But it is insane. Uh, and then you said, uh, what, what about Dan Blazarian? Sort of like a, 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 <laughs> so, a tech bro extraordinaire. I, he's I not really a tech get, bro. What, what is he? He, was, he Okay, so Dan Blazarian's he's dad was... He's a mafia was, guy. Right, Dan Blazarian's dad was a financial criminal, more or less, who embezzled like vast like eight-figure sums. Uh, Dan went on to be washed out of Bud's training and become a poker player. Okay. Uh, he has Same no, with no me. Real, uh, <laughs> no real involvement. No, I mean he like he's like founded a few websites and shit, but I wouldn't really call him a tech bro or a tech guy. I mean he sells like he's got like a weed company. It's 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 like it's. I thought his much, whole thing was just like Instagram posts with girls. Like, well, that's not what he does. And they're girls, but they're also like you know guys like Dan Bilzerian, who by the way has no chin, and I could beat his fucking ass allegedly. He um, <laughs> he like Bilzerian doesn't just like hang out with because girls want to hang out with Dan Bilzerian. Bilzerian gets modeling agencies like the ones that Epstein worked with to supply him with people who kind of straddle the line between prostitute and model. The other thing is Dan Bilzerian's, uh, you know, he's a big gambler, right? Like he's always telling these stories about he gambled $500,000 and lost it and it wasn't a thing because Dan Bilzerian is laundering money for people. And he posted a picture a couple of years ago where he is flying above a series of islands. And if you look closely and if you put it next to a picture of the islands next to the, uh, you know, little St. James, you realize that he's flying directly above St. James Island. Um, there is virtually no way that Bilzerian and Epstein aren't connected. And especially because Bilzerian's whole thing is basically hiring prostitutes to hang out with him in like a rented private plane. It's, it's almost certain that he allegedly uh, was connected to the circles that Epstein himself allegedly uh, either trafficked in or or ran himself allegedly and, yeah all allegedly. this all this is alleged by the way um, yeah this is this is just this the is most, all hard is, alleged and we're not alleging this others have alleged it 
we're just you know saying what they've said. But like, but yeah, but back to like that. Basically, Epstein's plane was registered with a private security contractor associated with the CIA that's already been associated with not one but two human trafficking networks? Uh, Garrett, there's more than that. I think they were associated with one in Haiti, too. I know the Clinton initiative was. And actually, there was a bunch of sex rings going on in Haiti pretty much since the 90s, or I'm sure before, but since the 90s that I know about. Um, and yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, it's Bilzerians. Bilzerians shared the tail number, and he shared a fucking plane. He, like, used one of their planes to go to his sex ranch. This is Epstein, I think that, not Bilzerian. This right? is Epstein. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, Bilzerian is not a rancher. You can tell by his jaw. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, darkest endpoint of all of this is realizing, like, oh, this is about global human trafficking and drug trafficking, and everyone is involved. Like, that's, like, like the probably craziest, darkest end. Like, I literally just... I just Googled Dan Bilzerian in quotes and Epstein, and that was like the first thing that came up. Like any, if you just Google anybody who has two million dollars, they're friends with Epstein. Have you seen that thing about his black? Have you read the black book? No, what's this? Like all this, it's his like it's his like list of phone numbers and people. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, he has like the fucking like the grandchildren, or excuse me, like the great great grandchildren of the fucking Kaiser in there. Oh my! Literally, the guy uh, from the end of the Hellfish Simpsons episode. It's black book. It's insane. Like he has everybody in there, um, and it's like it's it, you know, obviously that doesn't prove anything. But he, you know, the flight logs. I think it's it's people talk about about the flight logs, but with the butler, the person who really like turned over the flight logs originally. Or who turned over the black book, excuse me. He said there were names circled in red that he circled. And his, his ex-butler, who um, died of okay. probably the same cancer that Hugo Chavez died of, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, wait, okay. So, actually, I was just going to bring up this butler thing. Because, again, like, I, I saw this through you. And, again, like, I, it's just you read this and you're like, what, like, what the fuck? Was, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. He said, okay, fuck? Epstein's butler did five months longer in jail than Epstein did yes. for the crime of yes. not turning over his black book to investigators, which he claimed he needed as a form of life insurance, and now he's dead. Yes. yes. He died of cancer, which he got, and then six months later he died of. Yeah, terrible life insurance. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. well he, he lost the book, and he was fined, I think, 50, yeah, he was fined as well, and then sentenced to, yeah, a, a year and a half in jail. Um, insane. But he had circled certain number, certain names in red, uh, and he had said that these people were involved. I believe it was like Spacey, uh, Chris Tucker, Ghislaine Maxwell, obviously. Uh, but that hasn't really been reported on too much. I think it might be a little too uh, close to home for for certain magazines but there and was newspapers. Like, wasn't Dodi Al Fayed in the book too, or was it his brother or something? Like the connections with the royal family is super fascinating to me as well. It just like, was reported that apparently Prince Andrew and the Queen have been talking about his connection to Epstein and what it's going to do to the family. You're, you're, kill, yeah. you're killing your mother, like Andy. You're killing, you're your, killing mother, your mother, Andrew. Andy. You're killing your mother, <laughs> if that was possible, but we know it's not. So uh, Prince Andrew is Fredo and Jeffrey Epstein is Mo Green. <laughs> There's a really weird conspiracy theory that I really like, unsurprisingly, which is, do you remember when Kevin Spacey, like... When he got axed, or he he went down, and or he got canceled, whatever, 
And um, he did that weird YouTube video. Oh, where yeah. He was, like in character. Okay. Yes, I remember. So <laughs> at the end of that video, which is like so weird for so many reasons, least of which is just like I'm imagining him talking to his personal assistant, like, we're going to do this right now. Like no one else is involved. It's just his <laughs> idea. So he, he, at the end, he takes a sip from a mug and like shows the mug to the camera. And that mug has the like something about like God save the queen. And so all these conspiracy theorists are saying it was like a message to I, the royal family. I talked about this like, on, on the other podcast I did with, with Nick. So the mug is a commemoration of the queen's uh, uh, co- coronation in 1951. And it's got the, the seal on it. It's got, it says Westminster Abbey, 2nd of June, 1953. And then it has a quote from her, presumably from her coronation, says throughout all my life and with all my heart i shall strive to be worthy of your trust and Ugh. then Ugh. i'm sorry spacey's main accuser on the stand pleads the fifth and the case uh goes away it's done it's dead free man dead in the water and and there was and there was a outpouring of not exactly the most convincing accounts on twitter being like see look i always said he was innocent like kind of <laughs> bot looking accounts um, uh, that's unfair to say about my account <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe Chris Tucker is involved in this. I know. I was wrong. I thought it wasn't him, but it is. It's the it Rush Hour guy. Same thing happened to me. I was like, oh, it's it's not really Chris Tucker, but it's fucking Chris Tucker. And is, is, wait, is Chris Tucker's name underlined in red? No, he's just on. Yeah. He was on the African trip. The notorious <laughs> African trip with Spacey and Clinton. Matt, Matt, don't make me send you the picture of Chris Tucker, Bill Clinton, and Michael Jackson. <laughs> I know it exists. I mean, we could probably talk about this all day, but oh, yeah. I want to just like sort of uh, reframe here at the end of like a, a like a larger like big picture question. Uh, like Brace and Liz, like you you um, uh, you brought up at the like, beginning of the show the, this idea of kind of like false flag conspiracies. Like yes. QAnon and Pizzagate, which we've made fun of heavily on this show, but yet, like at, at a certain you know, at a certain level, begins to look more and more realistic in certain ways. However, at the same time, it's like you look into like you know who is promoted and you know disseminated these ideas or memes or conspiracy theory in our culture, and it's all people who are actually connected to this like literal yes. satanic human trafficking community. But I want to say like broadly broader about like conspiracy theories and how like seductive and easy to get involved or like you know go down this rabbit hole. For instance, like we know for a fact that the US Air Force propagated much of what became like the UFO mythology in this country yes. during like like the the 50s, 60s and 70s. Like they've pretty much copped to that like that they of seeding like fake documents showing that the air force like you know was dealing with flying saucers to like certain uh you know influencers or conspiracy people to make it seem like they were as a kind of way of distracting people from the shit that they're really up to and i guess what i'm asking is like how how is there any way to know like like how do like that we're that, that this is all leading us down the wrong path or is there anything politically useful out of this other than just of how insane and entertaining it all is well, the, depra- the depravity of has, like, never... I mean, fucking Catherine the Great got fucked by a horse. You know what I mean? Like, these people have been <laughs> depraved since the beginning of time. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, no, I think <laughs> she's, she's very litigious. I, I've spoken to the horse, ridden it, too, if you know what I mean. Alan, um, Alan Dershowitz represents Catherine the Great and David Boyce represents the horse. <laughs> <laughs> he sued a Russian peasant for $7 million. Uh, 
But so it's yeah, like there's a lot of there, and there is a lot of disinformation. We're trying to come this have this from like a realistic perspective, which is like I don't think that the Jews are behind it, which is kind of what QAnon is saying. I think that there are some of my people behind it, yes, but we're behind everything, so it doesn't really make any difference. We're high achievers, um, exactly. I mean, it doesn't really. There's like nothing we can do right now, basically, <laughs> and like that is like that. I've like been trying to. Well, I get. I mean, it's, we, we could do the same stuff that we would do otherwise, which is like try to like make sure all rich people go to prison, which would probably sort out a lot of these problems. Um, but it's and like make sure the prison is like a hole that like they can't get out of. But yeah, like it's it does kind of boggle the mind because it's like, well, what can I do about it? Like, I can't go arrest these people. I can't like I don't know where the fuck Ghislaine Maxwell is right now. No one does. Um, but the thing is, like in court, this will never come out. So it is like and, – and this cannot just be like the territory of like kind of the Alex Jones who is also kind of a disinformation guy because he puts in real stuff next to fake stuff. Uh, this has to be looked at with clear eyes and also with people with minds that can only say the word Epstein. <laughs> Matt, when you, were, when you were on the podcast talking about the Dutroux affair, I mean I think it is good to remember that when all of that was happening – like almost 400,000 people in Belgium were out in the streets protesting. Yep. Like it ended up bringing down the gov- a lot of the government and its legacy in Belgium has been like really terrible for all the politicians there. Yeah, they've been pretty so I, they haven't really had a functional government since then. Uh Yeah. But also at the same time, uh, it never nothing would ever really came from it. Dutra is still in jail. He, he's never followed up on anything he is or anyone else has said. Uh, the thing I think that's so fascinating about this, and the reason I think a lot of people are, are fixating on it, not just because it's got a lot of meme potential, which obviously it does, but because in a world where, as Felix likes to point out, all everything is, is always the same every day, only somehow slightly worse. And it doesn't feel like there's any way out of anything. This whole Epstein thing felt like it was maybe a chance to get some sort of revelation, some reckoning, some peek through uh, the miasma at like the actual workings of power that are obscured by the daily uh, fire hydrant of idiocy and bullshit that we're what we're trying to reckon with. And then the fact that the fucking came out, they were willing to do the thing of just in public in front of everyone with all of the fucking world's attention on it try to murk the motherfucker in jail honestly i feel like that's a two for one like if it works hey good epstein's done for we don't have to worry about it anymore but honestly one way or the other even if it works or not what we're getting the message from is that you can't win there will be no revelation there will be no reckoning no matter what we run this shit and you walk out Every day, knowing what happened, knowing that they were willing to do that, that they were willing to hire some greaseball to try to fucking murk Epstein in front of everybody when it's the biggest uh, domestic story going without any fear that people are going to go, what the fuck? Because all they can do is say, what the fuck? Yeah. And there's nothing else to do about I, 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 This is something that I said like at the end of Fighting in the Age of, of Loneliness, and it's that we do – like this is an irregular age because – we are defined by a complete lack of conclusions 
There's no like tight bow on anything. There's no there's no even de- definitive bad ending. Everything just goes on and on and on forever. We we never even get new people. We're just recycling the same fucking assholes forever. Yes. Same, but, or, but, same but it, but it, Contra people. Right. But it changes enough things are crazy. Enough things tease at the idea that things will burst open or stop or mm-hmm. explode or wither and die in some way and don't that it, just the perfect amount that it drives people even more insane that and it drives our, con- our concept of time even more insane that we lose our concept of linear time we lose our context for the past for other events for events in our own lives and it exacerbates the feeling of being beaten down if you really want like you know nothing to come of this the answer isn't like that you terrorize normal people it's that you just beat them down every fucking day so even if they Mm -hmm. do see something like this they're just like oh that's fucked up all right i guess i have to like go to my job to afford you know seventy five thousand dollars of medication or you know i have to worry that my rent is going to increase by 50 fucking percent this year or and then they just get these little bursts of stimuli stimulus that are enough to make them go what is happening to the world, but not enough to make them go. Maybe it's more fragile than it seems. Maybe, maybe we're at the end of the cycle. Just what the fuck? Yeah. I think also it's like, um, you said meme potential earlier and it's like almost even more than that because I think like people are very desperate. Like each time there's some like crazy revelation about Donald Trump or even like starting with the election and like every subsequent event that happened after that, it's like, surely this shall be the time that the fever breaks. Like, surely something will will change, you know, like waiting for like just as crazier and crazier as it gets, like you say, that it it, the, it has to collapse on itself. But it's not. No, it's just and I think going. that like, yeah, and I think like reckoning with that and that system is like really important. You know, because that's going to be, you know, you have to kind of like re-theorize and rework and say, well, okay, if the system isn't going to collapse on itself, then what do we do? It just feels like the the gesture that encompasses the moment is a shrug. Because all you can do yes. is shrug at the shit. You're like, we're like fucking Clooney and Syriana. No matter what happens, all you can do is fucking shrug. This is this is something yeah, I used but, to something I used to say about like nine eleven conspiracy theorists like back when I was like you know an online left lib as like a thirteen year old would be like how do you believe in you know the Mossad blowing up the WTC or lizard man or whatever any of these ridiculous things and then you like go on like your next post is like yeah Yo, is anyone looking to buy some speakers <laughs> you know yeah, and I would yeah. always make fun of that and I would use that as like sort of proof that they don't really believe this. And now as an older person, now as someone who's, <laughs> you know, more of a West Wing liberal, I'd say I am now. But, uh, you know, someone who, yeah, reads about Les Wexner and Prince Andrew and Iran-Contra and the Lincoln, Lincoln credit ring and all this shit. And then I'm like, all right, enough of that. I'm going to go play uh, Fortnite Battle Royale with my friends. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's just like adulthood. You just whatever crazy thing you find or think about obsessively and then you're like, all right, uh, think about getting a new mouse pad. Because it just, it's, in America, it's very hard to keep thinking about that. Well, it's also like, it's kind of that, what what do they call it, analysis paralysis? Yeah. Yeah. You know, where it's like, you start, you go through all these, like, wormholes, and you're like, you're connecting the dot, and you're just like, uh, I mean, it just paralyzes you, because it's so overwhelming, and also totally insane, but probably true, that you're just like, frozen, you know, mm-hmm. here's the thing. I 
I'm probably the only person on this podcast ever arrested a pedophile before. (laughs) 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 There are actually, we arrested probably two alleged pedophiles. I don't know. I mean, they were in ISIS, which, you know, they do that kind of stuff. Um, you can make your dreams a reality. <laughs> like I have, I had a brain. I still do to some respect and to extent. Now I have Epstein brain <laughs> and it's, it's, there's tunnels on that Island. And I don't think that that Island is guarded. People can get there. You can go in the tunnel. If you get a periscope, from the tunnel where you talked about your kids and shit and just like regular stuff, but you're in the t- and you people like got it that it was you were an approachable periscope person, and then they saw you in the pedophile tunnel. You could change a lot of people's minds. I would suggest that there could be something politically useful here if you you know if you're a listener of the show who has sort of like a boomer liberal parents who were really into Robert Mueller and Russia. Yes. If you got them hooked on this Epstein tip of, like I said, a conspiracy that has the added benefit of being all real and also like genuinely insane and interesting, unlike this Robert Mueller shit. However, the huge stumbling block there is that they will have to, you know, sort of remove from themselves their residual affection and adoration of the Clinton family. They'll have to cancel their faves. Well, well, but it, that's a two for one because you need them to get rid of that. Affection. Exactly. So, like, if this is a gateway drug to getting like you know Facebook boomer liberals involved in this, and you could get them interested in, it and through this, sort of cleave them from the just awful satanic Clinton family, who are still adored by these fucking people, you know, despite all of like, like, like I said, like. Forget everything we knew about Bill Clinton before this Epstein shit. They weren't, yes. re- they weren't ready to hear even that. And you combine that yes. with this, it's like, come on, what more do you fucking need to know about these people? They're not your well, friends. What we want to do with, with the podcast is get into like Epstein, like someone was saying before, is connected to all of this shit. Like he is connected to Iran Contra. He is fucking connected to some of the fucking Gladio people. So it's like by exposing the fact that this is like this isn't just some like crazy conspiracy you read about on like real newsmax dot you know uh, ir or whatever. It's fucking like it's a real thing. They're actually doing it, and there's a political reason that they're doing it. Like it's not just like well, it's slightly cabalist, but like it's important to expose the links here because it's important that people understand that these things happen. They're not just like like Iran Contra isn't just some piece of history that you kind of like. It's not like World War II. You're like, oh, wow, that's crazy that that happened, man. Fuck. No, Grace, you brought like, it up. It, the, the people who did it are fucking currently in the government right now doing it dude, again. Oliver North was the president of NRA until like two years ago. Oliver Bill, North. The current attorney general helped sign off on the uh, the fucking pardons yes. that put the capstone on the first Iran Contra investigation. And his fucking dad hired Epstein. <laughs> The head of Trump's transition team, the head of Trump's transition team was a key Iran Contra figure. These people never go away. No one ever fucking goes away. away. They just recycle fucking everybody all the fucking time because they're part of it. They're part of the people who the, the, the fucking atlases who hold this shit together. They're they're like, why would they ever be able to go away? They know too much shit. Yeah, I guess my whole thing is I think a lot of people like to write CIA off. Well, they used to do like, you know, they used to do all this stuff, but you don't really hear about them anymore. Like they just do data collection now or like, you know, the FBI used to do COINTELPRO, but they would never do anything like that. Or it's like different. That's like James Comey. They're still fucking doing it. 
Yeah, this show are. right now. All of us are CIA operatives. We punch in every day. We sign checks. <laughs> but that's not a joke because the funny thing is, is this is why it's so this is why this is truly maddening. And it's like because I like talking about this that all like this is real. I feel like this is real. I feel like we're talking about a real thing. But I know that there are people out there who are as committed to be grounding in their analysis, who are also 1000 percent convinced that you and all of us are also CIA operatives and that this is all a propaganda operation, that this bucket podcast yes, and yours is a propaganda operation. And I know that's I have not been true, though. Days. Yes. I know. That's what blows my mind is because the, there are insane conspiracy theories about me. Yes. That aren't true. That like, and it's like, well, then what? Who, who cares? Like, how am I supposed to know what I know is true? Exactly. Maybe I am a fucking CIA. Honestly, that would if I found out I was a CIA agent, that would be more reassuring because that's like, oh, I don't have to differentiate. It's just all true. It's all true. I don't have to work at Anchor anymore. Uh, Well, this is Metal Gear Solid Two, the most brilliant game of all time. (laughs) Predicted that information would be controlled not through censorship but by an overwhelming deluge where you can't determine what's true and what's not. Yep. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'll, I think we should uh, leave it there. I mean, you know, there, there are so many proofs in this episode for you, the listener, to follow yourself. But I would like to say if you want more proofs, you should listen to the True Anon podcast with Brace and Liz. If you'd like to hear Matt on True Anon, he's already recorded an episode that's out with them, which uh, you go into more detail about the, the Belgian case. Yes, the, 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 the Dutra affair is fucking insane. I mean, like, we, we didn't even talk about that at all, but like, just... It is, it that, is a fucking mind wipe. No, like, I, did, I had no idea what this shit was until like two weeks ago when Matt put me onto it, and it is so literally unbelievable and blood-curdling that you cannot believe it's true, yeah. and it is all 1,000% real. Yeah. It's fucking Gladio. <laughs> Another thing you should look into. Operation Gladio. An Gladio. Another thing that is real that seems like it can't be real in the world that you know, makes sense. You know how every one of those fucking WAP Dagos in Italy was a member of the Communist Party from the late fucking 40s until like 1991? And they never won an election? It's because of Gladio. Yep. The mob, the CIA, and the Vatican all working together. I would also, My God. Dude, the strategy of tension. Hanging. The years of lead. Bologna we're train station. Up, Aldo Moro. Fucking hang. We're going to be hanging from Blackfriars Bridge <laughs> with fucking six stones in each fucking pocket. Look up. Anyone listening to this, look up P2 Lodge. P2 Masonic Lodge. Propaganda yeah. do it. Oh, my God. Well, this is exactly why they offed Kubrick. <laughs> I'm literally, <laughs> I'm that might, that might be true, too, though, is the I thing. I think it's true. Look I at eyes wide shut. I've just it's, been spinning the cylinder on a revolver in my bedroom pacing <laughs> for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> well, Brace, Liz, I want to thank you guys for coming on. I want to thank you for your brave work hunting down the pedos. Thank you. We're going to solve it. I just want to be clear. If disappeared and then like our bodies are later found and then like the police are like, oh, we found a bunch of child porn on their computer. Like, you know, they're totally disgraced. You can't trust them. Uh, In my case, it's not true. In Liz's case, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, once again, Brace and Liz, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Again, like just again, 
It's stay uh, sane. The, the, the disease yeah. is vibrating inside <laughs> me now. It's, the disease is talking to me right now. It has a will and mind of its own. But yeah, abstain on the main brain. <laughs> if you'd like, if, if you'd like more of this, if you'd like to go even deeper down the rabbit hole, true anon podcast. There will be links in the show description. Once again, thanks so much for joining us, Matt and Felix. Always a pleasure. We will be back soon. Peace, boys. Bye. Bye. See ya. It's a world.